0: The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino presents Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant, at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix, or at bellford.com. Verizon Wireless, this is 5G done right, by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Pick up any of our award-winning sauces on the way home tomorrow night at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino, home of Bar Canada. A north-of-the-border home, Las Vegas style. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, ultra-smooth, Arizona-owned. Behind the mask, whether on the ice or in line, we are the Valley headquarters for all of your hockey needs. By M-Drive, the presenting partner of What Drives You. M-Drive, for energy, stamina, recovery. And by Summer Skates. Get your personalized shower shoes and koozies at icetimehockeysw.com forward slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Presented by the D Las Vegas Resort and Casino. It's part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy.
1: All right, welcome in, hockey fans, professional hockey fans, if you will. This is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Las Vegas Hotel, Resort, Casino, and all-around good place for fun in downtown Las Vegas. Scott Strandy joining you, as always, from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona tonight, uh, preparing for a trip over to Irvine, California, to see some AHL playoff hockey The only division in the American Hockey League that will have a playoff is the Pacific Division, and we're proud to say that the Tucson Roadrunners and the Colorado Eagles will be a part of the play-in, which starts tomorrow at 1 o'clock, and uh, of course, the Henderson Silver Knights captured the number one spot, and uh, will be hosting the winner of the play-in series um, starting Friday, so... Lots of good American Hockey League action. Uh, Disappointed in the fact that we couldn't have any more teams other than just the Pacific Division involved. But, uh, hey, that's what we cover, so uh, we're thrilled about it. I know the players probably weren't that thrilled about playing uh, more playoff games, but you know what? Anytime you can play for a championship, whether it's a division or a tournament or whatever it might be, it's a good thing for your program. And uh, tonight's guest, the head coach, of the tucson roadrunner steve Potman is going to join me in about 27 minutes or so and we will talk with him about not only his team which will play the one o'clock game tomorrow against the uh, san jose barracuda but we'll talk to him too about this whole playoff series and what he's seen in the pacific division he's had a chance to play all those teams and um have some really good insights so we'll look forward to bringing steve on here in about 27 minutes in the meantime Lots of playoff hockey going on in the uh, NHLs. where we're going to start uh, in the West. Uh, I think it was a huge shock yesterday, folks. Uh, n- maybe not to uh, to myself or, or others, but to a lot of the Vegas people. Uh, the Golden Knights were shut out in overtime, one nothing by the Minnesota Wild. Uh, when, when Vegas ended up losing a game a couple of Mondays ago to... Um, Colorado, which would have given them the opportunity to clinch uh, the, Pacific, or the Honda West division in the NHL. Uh, I was a little worried, and I'll tell you why, folks. Uh, the Golden Knights and the Wild have played some seriously close hockey games uh, ever since the Golden Knights came into existence. The Golden Knights have struggled to play in Minnesota, and uh, I knew this was going to be a very physical, tight battle. Didn't think it was going to be one nothing. Figured it was going to go to overtime, though. And uh, I thought the Golden Knights had to win their games at home and uh, keep that home ice advantage if they uh, wanted to get through this first round. So they're definitely up against it. Game two tomorrow night uh, at T-Mobile. But uh, you certainly can't afford to go down two games to none on your home ice. So uh, look for the Golden Knights to rebound. Uh, Minnesota. Came on my like gangbusters this year under Dean Evanson and done a really good job of, uh, playing the type of game that needs to be played. If you want to win a championship and that's tight checking, good goaltending and, uh, try to eliminate chances. And that's what the, the, uh, Minnesota wild have done to the Vegas golden Knights. So game two in that series starts, uh, will be tomorrow uh, evening at T-Mobile. As I mentioned tonight, the, uh, Colorado Avalanche got underway against the St. Louis Blues. Currently, we're at the end of the first period. Colorado up one nothing on the Blues, and Colorado does have home ice, and they captured the President's Cup, and they have um, just the number one seed in the in the West. So, um, good news for Colorado. I mean, they they battled through some COVID structures, some injuries, and had to get through the protocol a couple different times, and finished up everything and uh, won the President's Trophy. So. The Avalanche sitting in pretty good shape and have that home ice advantage. Uh, Kale McCarr, I believe, is a goal scorer tonight for the Avalanche. So that's the way the uh, the Honda West Division looks. Those four teams. Uh, when we look around the rest of the NHL, the Islanders squeaked out a uh, overtime victory over Pittsburgh, four uh, three, yesterday, and uh, probably one of the most exciting games uh, that you're going to watch, especially on the game one of the start of an NHL. Stanley Cup playoff uh, run was Tampa Bay and Florida. It ended up being 5-4 in favor of Tampa Bay Lightning. But, man, oh, man, back and forth, just really good hockey, a lot of fans in the in the seats, which made you think uh, we were back to normal. And uh, Florida almost tied it and almost sent that game into overtime. So uh, watch for that Florida series, Florida-Tampa Bay, to uh, to be really good down the stretch. Uh, I will make note of the fact that since Vancouver has games to play yet, they are still playing. They played uh, yesterday against Calgary. Calgary beat them 6-5 in overtime. So they're just trying to play out the string, make sure that everybody gets all the opportunities for points and awards. Um, And to to, to finish out the season, you know, get all your games in. And no fault to Vancouver. They were hit really hard with uh, the pandemic as well. So, Congratulations to them. they just be able to continue to get their games in. Uh, in the second game of the series between Boston and Washington, Boston evened it up at 1-1 with a 4-3 overtime victory today uh, in game two. So uh, that series is tied. And uh, in game one, uh, Nashville uh, fell to Carolina 5-2. I don't think that's a big shock to anybody. That happened earlier today. And as we look forward to tomorrow, as I said, Calgary and Vancouver will play once again to try to work on closing out their season. The Islanders and Pittsburgh will play one more time. And uh, as I mentioned, the Islanders lead that series one nothing. Tampa Bay and Florida again tomorrow night uh, with the Lightning leading one nothing, And, of course, Minnesota and uh, the Vegas Golden Knights playing out at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas with the Minnesota leading the series one nothing as well. So we got you caught up to date on what's going on in the NHL. Let's, uh, let's take a quick look at the AHL, and I don't want to get too much into this because I know when my guest uh, Steve Potvin comes on, uh, he'll have a lot to talk about as well, but we'll, we'll give you a little rundown as to what's going on uh, in the AHL as well because there's... Uh, As I said, a a huge game coming up. It's going to be the uh, – not game. It's going to be a full um, playoff series that we're looking at uh, at getting underway, and I'm going to be there tomorrow, so I will be in Irvine at Great Park Ice. Uh, If it sounds familiar, I was there about, what, 18 months ago or so when the uh, uh, Crimson Harvard and the Arizona State Sun Devils – Went at it, I guess you would say. and a holiday was supposed to be a holiday tournament, ended up being a uh, a uh, two-game series. But uh, what a great facility! And I know they they've had to uh, to do some different things, and that's where the uh, San Diego Gulls have called home this year, uh, just for proto- uh, COVID protocol. But uh, tomorrow, the Tucson Roadrunners, San Jose Barracuda, 1 p.m. A particular interest to us here in the Southwest, obviously Tucson, that, that makes sense. But uh, San Jose, which will be a part of our AHL territory next year, uh, also hosts the Bashnick uh, the Brothers, both played at Arizona State. Steen and Brinson will both be in that lineup, I think, tomorrow. And then the nightcap tomorrow night in the play-in series, Ontario against the Colorado Eagles. I had a chat to, uh, chance to visit with some of the Colorado guys, and I know they're excited about watching the Avalanche tonight. So we weren't able to get Coach Cronin on tonight, but hopefully we can uh, speak to somebody from Colorado in the next couple of days or so. As I uh, will be venturing around, uh, <laughs> venturing around Irvine, California. Looking forward to get over there again. The Great Park Ice Center, the rinks at Great Park Uh, are incredible setup, and and I just can't wait to get over there and watch some really good hockey. The uh, the winners of uh, those two games will then face off to see who goes into the, uh, I guess, the actual playoff bracket, which would send the winner to uh, Henderson to take on the uh, Silver Knights, who captured the number one seed, and then that will start on Friday. And San Diego and Bakersfield will do battle on Friday as well as they start their best-of-three series in the uh, AHL Pacific Division playoffs. Once again, the only team in the AHL that will be will be participating in any kind of a playoff. And um, you know, if you look around, the, the rumors are that the players weren't very happy with it. They just didn't want to play more games. I don't think the the pay was where they wanted it to be, or, or any at all. I don't, I don't know for sure on that one, but uh, definitely the, uh, the players were not excited about it. I think, though, once we get into the game action, you're going to see that the players are going to become excited about it and will want to participate and be a big part of it. So let's hope. Uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's bring on my good friend Steve Potts and the head coach of the uh, Tucson Roadrunners in about three minutes. If you live in the Valley,
2: you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food, but if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to burrito express from the breakfast burrito served all day to combination plates for lunch burrito express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen try all of our authentic mexican recipes at any of our six east valley locations from scottsdale to gilbert and all points in between asu alumni owned and operated since 1995. go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery we've all been there we
3: know what kind of gift to get someone But sometimes it can be too hard to make sure that the gift is the right size or style. So we shrug our shoulders and try to think of something else. Well, if that person is the hockey player in your life, the answer is easy. A gift certificate or a gift card to Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Whether you go to any of our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com, our gift cards are the perfect solution. Sports equipment, especially hockey equipment, has to feel right to the user. And the the behind-the-mask gift card allows you to show the player how much you care and lets them pick out what's right for them, whether we're talking about sticks, gloves, skates, or more. Pick one up today at any of our behind-the-mask locations in Gilbert, Peoria, or Scottsdale, or at BehindTheMask.com.
0: This is Derek Stevens. Download your new sports betting app with Circus Sports. Get 24-7 access to a dynamic sports betting menu, including props, futures, cross-sport parlays, in-game wagering, and more. Sign up for the mobile wagering app at CircusSports.com. Then visit one of our downtown Las Vegas sportsbooks at the D or the Golden Gate to activate and fund your mobile wagering
1: account. Learn more at CircusSports.com. All right, we're back. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino, downtown uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. My pleasure to welcome in my good friend, Steve Potvin, the head coach of the Tucson Roadrunners, who I haven't spoken to in so long. Um, It's frustrating. Steve, how are you? (laughs)
4: I'm doing well, thank you. It's been a long time. Happy (laughs) to be back.
1: It's been a rough season uh, altogether because fighting the COVID protocol, going through all the things, and then, uh, of course, when you're an AHL affiliate of an NHL team, you're kind of at the mercy of what the big club needs as far as players, and you and I have talked about this before, but you, you've lost some really solid players uh, that have had to go up, I guess, and I know that makes you pleased, but still, it's hard to put that one loss record uh, where you want it to be when some of your best talent's moving up, Right.
4: Yeah, it's uh, absolutely uh, difficult in one sense. And like you alluded to, you know, we're, we're excited for the players. So, you know, we're, we're happy for them. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping that we're not uh, as coaches being judged at this level for just uh, merely wins and losses. Uh, you know, I hope that uh, they see value in, in uh, the guys that are being groomed here and uh, you know, are, are able to take the next step and play in the NHL.
1: You know, when I uh, texted you today and said, hey, I want you to come on the show, I I told you, I said, I I think you're going to be a a sleeper in this tournament. Uh, I don't look at the numbers next to your name. I look at the the way your team is ready at this point. Um, You've had a chance to see everybody in the Pacific Division. How do you feel about your roster right now?
4: Well, you know what? I I really think we're a hard team to play against when when our guys are are revved up and ready to go. We're a hard team to play. You know, there's just uh putting the game together is 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 one thing, you know. We've got a a lot of times we're we're playing really good hockey and we're not able to score or we're playing really good hockey and and the puck just seems to find a way to get in the back of our net. So uh, you know, for us, if if we can put it all together, and make the make the saves necessary, play some sticky hockey, and and score some goals. I mean, you know, that's uh, we're we're a hard team to play against. We we've uh, we've had some real good sequences, some real good games, and yeah, you know, we, we have a, a fast brand of hockey, and we're hard to play against. So uh, and, hopefully, and hopefully, gonna, we go ahead.
1: I'm gonna, I'm going to guess right now you're tucked into uh, somewhere near Irvine, California, and Preparing for that one o'clock game tomorrow. I'm I'm getting up bright and early and going to head over there. So uh, I'll be there. I'll be there before game time for sure. But um, let's talk about this format. First of all, you guys are the only ones in the AHL playing a tournament. And uh, the rumors out there are that maybe the players weren't all that excited about doing it. Um, What's your thoughts on it?
4: Well, I, I think it's perspective, right? We get to do this, we get an opportunity to play while others aren't playing and you know we're going to be the obviously we're going to be uh, the only teams playing so we're, we're, we're going to be able to showcase our players and we're going to be able to showcase our division and you know I, I know that uh, management and, and the ownership group are, are always excited to see their players play meaningful games so uh, there's, there's no, no more meaningful games than, than uh, one game elimination so we're, we're really <clears throat> revved up and looking forward to it.
1: Okay, let me throw this out at you. I had Rico Blasi on, the uh, the head coach, the new coach at St. Thomas, and and he's facing a jump from NCAA Division Three to NCAA Division One, and they're looking at uh, right now what the NCAA tells them is a four-year probationary period, and he said, you know, uh, I'm recruiting and telling the guys that let's not talk about winning the national championship right now. Let's talk about winning the CCHA uh, conference title, and I had Coach Powers on last night at ASU, and he said the same thing. He said, any time you have a team that can play for a trophy, uh, it does something for your program. Is that the way you feel as well?
4: Yeah, 100%. You know what? We're <laughs> – there's – there's you know, we – you know, through this pandemic, I guess uh, last year we, we ended up the season uh, early, and, you know, we were, I guess, crowned division champions.
1: <laughs> <Kind>
4: of, <laughs> You'll you, take you know, it. Yeah, we'll take it. Exactly. And, you know, nobody knew if we were going to play or not. And uh, now we're playing and then we get an opportunity now to actually play playoffs. I mean, uh, you know, all season long, there was really no meaning to play for these guys other than, you know, showcasing their talents. And now you're actually uh, able to play for something. I think the guys are really excited. And yeah, 100 percent. If we've got an opportunity to win, I mean, I think it's. Whether you're playing Rubik's Cubes or cards with your sister, you're you're going to want to play and play well and win. So uh, tomorrow will be fun.
1: Okay, so so let's talk about this format for people that maybe are just tuning in and, and aren't really familiar with it. It's two play-in games to play one more play-in game to go ahead and play uh, Henderson, who captured the number one spot uh, in the conference. Do I have that all right? Yeah,
4: so we've got to win these two next games, and then we get to, to play who uh, best of three uh, against uh, the, the number three seed. Uh, sorry, yeah, against Henderson. I'm sorry, yeah, the, the winner of this will play Henderson. Exactly. And then, you know, hopefully we win that, and then you get an opportunity to play for the for the championship.
1: You know, in, in AHL hockey, especially this year, it's probably been really difficult for you to uh, scout opponents because, you know – in a regular season, the guys are moving around a lot anyway. But uh, this year has been crazy because you got the taxi squad that's got some players, and you got guys that come back. So, when I ask you to give me a scouting report on your opponent tomorrow, San Jose, uh, what do you expect out of them?
4: You know what? It's it's funny in our in our league, we try so hard to mirror the NHL team. Uh, you know, providing there's not too much movement with the coaching staff up in the NHL. A lot of the teams are very similar, you know, from year to year to year. So we know, we know what to expect out of San Jose, and you know, we're we're preparing for. It. I mean, it's it's you know they've been very similar for the past couple of years, and so I guarantee you, if we look back at uh, a pre-scout from a year ago to two years ago, it might be very similar.
1: So. Today when I texted you, uh, I asked you about your chances, and, and I think you sent back maybe one word. You said goaltending. <laughs> so uh, when we talk about your goaltenders, um, has the experience for Ivan, for example, been uh, with the big club, uh, the Coyotes? Has that helped him in confidence, do you think, or, or doesn't it really make any difference? He's Ivan's Ivan, right?
4: Yeah. You know what? I think it's, it's great for our guys to get a taste of the NHL. And I think it's, you know, obviously if you have success, you can't wait to get back up there. And if you, you know, there's, there's some lessons along the way that uh, you can learn if you get bumped a little bit, and, you know, I think Ivan got bumped a little bit and he was able to learn and, and you know, bring back what he needs to do uh, at this level in order to get back up to uh, to the NHL level. But uh, yeah, you know what? It's just—it's like you know, Major League Baseball. If you don't have pitching, you don't win. If you don't have goaltending, you don't win at this level. So, uh, you know, that's hockey. If you have good goaltending, you've got—you've uh, got a good goal, uh, coaching career.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> when, when, when I talk about uh, one-game series versus best of three, it, does coaching come into play there? Do you do things differently? um in a one one and done scenario as opposed to maybe a three game series or are you looking at just winning every game as quickly as you can
4: you know what uh, i try you know i kind of was going a little bit through that today and, and just trying not to crowd their brain with too much you know we've uh, got a foundation we we have a style we want to play we have to you know play as close as we can to our foundation. And, and really just, you know, I want our guys to feel fresh and, and I don't want to change too much and, and, you know, crowd their brains and, you know, st- stop their legs, so to speak. I want them to feel fresh and hungry and just we're going to go through the, the process we always go through during a game. It's, it's hard to change things at this point. So we'll try to keep it light and we'll keep, try to keep it fresh, but uh, the process won't change too much for us.
1: Your thoughts on the scenario of playing at Great Park? You've been there before with the against the Gulls, I guess. But uh, what do you think of that environment? It's
4: great. What a what a great facility. I mean, uh, I, you know, most teams I think take a page or you know rip a page out of their book. It's 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 a beautiful facility. It's a great location. Yeah, you know, we've played a couple games, four games there this year, and I think we we're. So we've had some success in the building and I think our boys feel like uh, you know they can perform there.
1: We'll get back to that in a minute, but I want to tell you a little bit about my scenario. I don't know if you followed me too closely over the last month, but uh, I left Steve on April 4th um, on a mission. It was a 30-day mission. I, I left Scottsdale, went to uh, Detroit to watch a USHL All-Star game, went from there to Pittsburgh to watch the uh, NCAA Frozen Four, came back to Colorado and saw Bakersfield and uh, the Eagles play, then went back to St. Louis and watched the ACHA National Championship for six Jeez. days.
0: <laughs> and, and then when that ended,
1: I, 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 I drove from there to Frisco, Texas, to watch the under-18 uh, World Championships. And, and here was my mission. And, and tell me if I'm crazy or not, because everybody's telling me I am. But I wanted to brand our brand and let people know that we were out there, which I think was a success. And the second thing I wanted to do, Steve, was see um, – the different levels of hockey and to see how close things were getting uh, from the ages of maybe 16 and in the under 18s, there was a 15 year old from Canada. That was really, really good. I think, you know, I'm talking about Connor Bedard, but, <laughs> but I wanted to see how close they were all getting. And I was pleasantly surprised at how the, the, uh, the talent was starting to kind of melt together. Uh, in that age group. And then I had a chance to go over to Allen and CC and Martinson over there and watch his Allen uh, Americans play in the ECHL. And uh, I was just so impressed at all the great hockey. Um, so uh, I thought, you know, do I stay around another week and get down to watch you guys in Austin? I really wanted to do that. But but <laughs> I was out and my rental car company wanted their car back. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to come back to Arizona and miss getting down to see you guys down there. But um, just your thoughts on, on overall, you've seen players come from all over the place now and, and how close is it getting in all those leagues that I just mentioned?
4: Yeah, How, how impressive. God bless you. That's amazing. I honestly, that's, 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 it's, you know, it's in your veins now, right? There's no, there's no turning back. You're all in. Um, yeah. You know what? We've got a player that's from Born and raised in Raleigh, North Carolina, and played uh, some hockey in, in in California. So you know, it's it, it, you would never think, you know, from anybody uh, in our era growing up, would never think that that would be possible. So you're right; the margins are so slim now, and it's and hockey has grown exponentially everywhere. And I think, like you know, because there's there's uh, so much awareness and there's these kids have, you know, all the, the information that they want. They have all the resources that they need. They, you know, coaches are are well-educated these days. So there's, there's so much opportunity for everyone and it doesn't really matter where you're from. As long as you you have the passion, you want to, you want to play the resources are there for you. And you know, cities, places, people, they're, they're taking advantage of it. It's great.
1: You know, and, and I watch the under-18s really closely, and, and I think I'm starting to get a better eye for it. So if you ever need a scout, call on me. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Jeez, I know you're
4: willing. That's incredible.
1: So so let me tell you what I saw in the under-18s. Uh, I saw the American team, and right away, the first game against the Russians, I said, you know, that team is loaded with talent, but I don't think they can win gold because I don't think they have any grinders, okay? Yeah. And uh, And they proved it out. They had probably the most talent on a team, But they they need grinders, and I know you're going to say that as well on your team. You need guys that are role players that can do the different things that you need to do. Uh, Then I watched the Russians, and I said, you know, they got some really good snipers, they got some heavy shots, and they can play a physical game, but I don't know that they can win it all either, and they couldn't. And then I saw Finland, and I said, okay, the Finns are the best stick team that I've seen. I think they can catch, uh, like, lacrosse-style hockey if they wanted to. (laughs) They're so good. Yeah, But they completely left the body alone. They wanted nothing to do with the body. And then I watched the, the checks and the checks I thought had the best snipers. I mean, they could shoot the puck in the spots that you thought weren't possible uh, for an 18-year-old kid. And then I had a chance to see Canada, and I said, whoop, this is all over. They're going to win gold because they have it all. They had yeah. uh, a great mix. They had great talent. Uh, I had a chance to visit with Connor Bedard's dad. Uh, at the game and and just think that that kid is 15 years old and doing the things that he's doing I said that's not supposed to be like that that's <laughs> <laughs> not fair is it yeah no, it's, it's not fair not. no yeah so congratulations to Canada for winning that but um when you look at the talent at that level 18 and under um that's got to be kind of salivating for you guys too going like hey these guys are going to come up and play shell hockey at some point
4: yeah, nice. it's unbelievable watching these. Yeah, no doubt. Probably not, right? If if they're lucky, probably not. But I, I mean, it's it's amazing what these kids can do. You know, you you turn on YouTube and you can learn a new trick instantly. You know, and they <laughs> go out this. and apply it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I you know, I, there's just no shortage of coaching, and there's no shortage of of parents now that understand the amount of hours that you got to spend on, on playing. And, and a lot of times if, if the parents have the resources and able to do it and the kids have the passion, then the, the opportunity is endless. And, you know, you can, you can supply them with, with whatever you want, you know, all the off ice opportunities, all the on ice opportunities, you know, and like we talked about, like you, you can watch, you know, any game from anywhere on your device.
1: It's great. Uh, you know, coach powers told me something last night. He said, uh, I used to go out and scout before COVID, and i get on an airplane and fly somewhere, and I, I thought, why am I doing this? Because I could watch it on, on a video, but he said, I guess it was one of those things like you were supposed to do it, so you just did it. But he said, now, with the advent of the technology, he said, you can pretty much see everything you want to see uh, as far as talent by just looking at your iPad.
4: Oh man, hundred percent. Save the dollars, save the save the travel. It's it's you know it's an it's an upside. I mean, the the you know I guess in there's a time where you you know you needed to feel and sense the game from from being there live. But you know you watch three, four, five, six games, you're gonna get to the, a real understanding of the player. And uh, I'm not so sure that you need to be there as much anymore.
1: Yeah, I totally agree on that. So let's get back to your team and tell me a little bit about your roster and guys that are stepping up for you right now. I know uh, uh, you've got to be pleased with the play of Victor Soderstrom and what he's brought, but who are some other guys that are making a difference for you right now and that you're going to lean on to, uh, to make a difference to make this run?
4: Well, you know what, Yanni and uh, Soderstrom both got called up to the NHL. They got a taste of it uh, late in the season, and the mm-hmm. confidence that they brought back with them has been has been great. Uh, Yanni has, you know, during the course of this season, has been really trying hard to to play that 200 foot game, be responsible defensively, worked on his face off game, and just you know, he, he's he's a kid that plays with a lot of energy, and and you know, sometimes doesn't always play simply between the whistles, you know, and so he would get into some trouble after the whistle and kind of distracted, you know, all the distractions, uh, you know, for him. And, and he didn't really put a 60 minute, 200 foot style game together. And, and now watching him after his experience in the NHL and, you know, weeks prior to that, he's brought his game to another level. And it's, you can see the, the commitment to getting to the next level now is, is even more you know real for him it's 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 right in the right in the center for him because he's now has a taste of it and i think he he realizes that he's close and so now he wants to he wants to prove that he's ready to go so uh, i'm looking forward to seeing what he can do
1: well he had some he had some pretty good uh skates to step into when you look at guys like Michael Bunting and uh, Connor Garland what they've done and and both of those guys getting a taste of the uh, the world tournament as well
4: yeah it's a that's incredible honestly with the story from both those players actually but uh you know more recently with uh Michael Bunting having the opportunity to get called up and score 10 goals in such a short amount of time and then to be able to play at the, at the worlds I mean I don't think anybody would have expected that or you would have been able to even really dream about that at the start of the season and yeah it's a you know that's that's you know what this league is all about you know the, the the past doesn't equal the future for for these guys and you know once they r- realize that they're not that far off and they actually you know change a lot of their habits the time is very short you know but until they're you know they understand it or take ownership of it then it, it you know success can take a little bit longer
1: you know, in a lot of names, I'm going to throw a few out here and you tell me uh, how, how they've looked to you that are feeling familiar here, uh, definitely in the Phoenix area. But Kyle Capabianco, who uh, had a devastating knee injury a couple of years ago and is fighting his way back. How does Kyle look for you?
4: You know what, Kyle's, uh, you know, you're, you're right. These injuries sometimes uh, can take a, a lot out of you. You know, sometimes you come back and you're feeling well, but you're not quite at, at 100%. and uh, you put yourself in a position where you're you're not quite you know at your best form, and um, you know it's taken them some time because you 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 know in some of those games that you you come back and you're not quite feeling it or quite ready, it can play a little bit on your mind, and then you know you, you go in the NHL and then it's you're not really you know, propelling forward a hundred percent, you know, you don't feel like you've got both feet on solid ground and it can play and weigh on your confidence a little bit. So he's obviously a player that has tremendous upside and there's no, you know, no doubt in my mind, he's going to be an NHL hockey player here soon, a full-time NHL hockey player. But, uh, you know, he's just got to get through this, uh, this, this rough patch in, in his, his career and, you know, just get over the injury Get back to playing his game and, you know, feel like he's got both solid feet on the ground and, and he'll, be a, he'll be a surefire NHL player and, and help the Coyotes win some games.
1: And I know Victor Soderstrom has been a name that uh, Coyotes fans have had their eyes on since he was drafted and uh, he's kind of been up and down, but he, he's settling in and seems to be playing pretty well for you as well.
4: Oh, definitely. You know, the, the, the surprising thing about Victor is you wouldn't think that he's so good defensively. And, you know, you <laughs> would think he's, he's solely a, a, an offensive-type player. But we've had to push him to be offensive. And, you know, that's, really? that's always, that's always a, a good sign, you know, when your offensive player is so good defensively that you're pushing him to play offense. <laughs> so, you know. a <laughs> nice uh, problem to have yeah, it was a nice problem to have. He's you know he's he's on our top penalty killing unit, and he's you know he's 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 definitely not afraid to go back to get pox and he's you know he's he stands in there, takes hits, and makes plays, and now he's getting up ice a lot lot quicker, and he's reading the play a lot quicker. And I think it's a, a large part to do with the size of the rink. I think in in the SHL in Sweden, uh, the rink is a little bit bigger, so you have a little more time to, to you know adapt to the play or read the play, and your your awareness is is much sharper. But here, you know, the game happens a little bit quicker because it's just a little bit tighter. The game is or the rink is a little bit smaller, and you know you it's uh, you don't have as much time to make the reads. So I think now he's acclimated. The game slowed down, and you're starting to see a, a fuller uh, version of what, what he's capable of.
1: All right, I'm going to ask you about Barrett Hayton because he's another one of the guys that uh, uh, the Coyotes fans look to and go, uh, "How's Barrett Hayton doing?" And I look at him an awful lot like Henderson's Cody Glass. Uh, I think they're a very similar type player, from my eyes. Uh, I don't know how much you know about Cody, but he was uh, figured to be a part of the Golden Knights and ended up being uh, with the Silver Knights now, but. Uh, is that a fair assessment that those two are kind of similar on the same path? Yeah,
4: that, that's fair. You know, I think uh, Barrett has one of the best mindsets. He's, you know, he's a player that is very in tune with what's going on around him. He's one of the most dedicated players I know. He is, uh, you know, he's Mr. Canada. He, he was the, obviously, he was the captain <laughs> right. of, of Team Canada. So, you know, that's, that's quite the honor. And he wants to be better and he wants to take the steps necessary for him to be a great hockey player. And he's, in his mind, uh, in no rush per se. As, you know, he wants to be in the NHL, but he's, you know, he's going to be full ready when, he's, when, he, when he gets back up there. He's, he's, he wants to work on his game and he wants to be the best.
1: You no, know, I think people forget uh, the age uh, of Barrett and even Cody. That and Cody Glass, they both uh, similar ages, and they're um, you know they're kind of thrown into the fire, and they're kind of here and they're kind of there, and it's just really haven't really found the stability yet. Is that a fair assessment as well?
4: Oh, it's totally fair. It's uh, it's unfortunate because they've outgrown their junior leagues. And if you let them go back to junior, they, they build up so many bad habits that it's so much harder for us to, to break them when they get here or for him to break them when they get here. You know, so, you know, the the, the ideal situation would have been for him to go back to junior and, and play at a competitive level. But uh, unfortunately, it was just, you know, I, I think it's, you grow that level and it just it just breeds, you know, too many bad habits. So he had to come up and play in the NHL and, um, you know, that's not always the, the easiest for a young kid. And, you know, there's, you, you recognize pretty quickly the jump from junior to the NHL is real. You know, there's a, yeah. it, there's a big difference. And so, yeah, getting acclimated now, you know, sometimes it just takes a little bit of time and, He's, uh, he's definitely on the right path. He's got the right mindset and he's gonna, he's gonna take the right step. You know, every, every step necessary, he's going to do it. He, you know, he takes care of himself nutritionally, his body's always, you know, always at the forefront for him. He's, he's, he's on his way. He's, he'll, he'll be, he'll be fine.
1: Okay. So I've gone through the list uh, and then there's hundreds of guys that I'm missing here that uh, you're probably going to tell me, Hey, we should talk about him. But, um, Ty Emerson joined you uh, after the end of his NCAA season. What have you seen from Ty?
4: You know what? He just – he looks like a, a, a grown man already. You know, he's, he's – a lot of times D-man. It takes a little while to to kind of get acclimated to the speed, you know, understand the reads. You know, everybody skates forward now and, we, you know, defend while, you know, skating forward and keeping your gap. It's not an easy thing for young kids to, to, to do, but – Luckily, he came from a program that that plays very similarly to us, and you know that's that served him very well because we see you know he he looks very comfortable. His reads are on time, and he's making the next play, and it's, he's he's able to play fast, you know, without too much thought, and it's great. So he looks like a, an old wily vet while he's so far uh, here with us.
1: Okay, so so who am I missing? Who's your, who's your guys that that are going to be the difference makers? Um, tomorrow and beyond.
4: You know what? We've got this uh, Ben Ben uh, um, uh, McCartney. He's he's a kid that you know is a leading scorer in the in the WHL. <clears throat> and you know what? He he doesn't uh, come and wow you, but man, he gets results. In this first three games, I think he's got four points. <laughs> so <laughs> that's getting you know, it done. That's getting it done. And and you know what? You don't always expect too much out of them, and uh, he's he's been a pleasant surprise. I I, I look forward to seeing him and uh, and Yan do well this uh, this playoff. Uh, they're playing together tomorrow, and they're playing with uh, one of the uh, leading scores since I think February in uh, Michael Carconi. So I think it'll be a good lineup.
1: Michael's been really good. I, I totally missed him when I was uh, going through that, but he, he's been a, a difference maker. And again, uh, not a big guy, right? The five nine, one seventy-six, but uh, can get the job done. when uh, when it comes to putting the puck in the net.
4: Yeah. He started out a little bit cold. He was a little frustrated. Uh, thankfully at that time we had bunting and, and uh, Peterson to help us score some goals. And, <laughs> and Kevin Roy was, was scoring a lot. Those two never hurt. Also. <laughs> no, no, exactly. And, you know, I guess when they left, he just kind of said, well, you know what, somebody's going to have to score. So <laughs> he took it upon himself, and he's been great. He made a few adjustments in his game, a few adjustments to his sticks, and, man, he's taken off. You know, he's, he, he, he probably leads the league in breakaways. I think he gets two a game for sure. <laughs> uh, you I'm know, good. yeah, if he if he could just own in on one move, he would probably be a, a, 30, a perennial 30-goal scorer, how well he skates and gets open.
1: Okay, so you and I talked uh, a while back about the uh, the Pacific Division, specifically of the AHL, and that conversation went so well that I decided that next year we're going to cover the entire Pacific Division <laughs> so that we can cover it all. Uh, but But tell us what it's been like, because I don't think people fully grasp the fact that you guys are really a bus league just about now, and it's good to have these teams uh, getting closer, but how good is the competition? I know what it's like, but tell the listeners out there just how good the uh, Pacific Division of the American Hockey League is.
4: Well, it's fast. It's fast. You know what? Uh, it's it's a it's a great brand of hockey, honestly, and it's tight, and any, any day, any game, any team can beat the other, you know? Some of our best games this year have come up against uh, Henderson. You know, they're the number one team, obviously, you know that, but those are, you know, the types of teams that are, you know, they're, they're they they bring the best out of our guys and our guys kind of, you know, they, they respond to playing against the best. And there's so many, there's so many good players in our league that are future up and coming stars, you know, and some of them are going to be uh, well known in, in some years. And some of them are just going to be real hard players to play against that play 200 feet. And, you know, we're playing against them every night. So yeah, it's a tight, it's a tight game. It's fast. And I, you know what, in Ontario in a couple of years, LA is going to be in a, in a, in pretty good shape. Uh, they, we played them at the start of the season and, y- you know, they looked like they were uh, who they are. They're a young team that wasn't really, you know, putting it all together. And we played them this, this last weekend and geez, they're, they're, a, they're a team that has it together and their young players of, are developing and they're, you know, they're a tough team to play against as well.
1: So have, have you adjusted to this? Is it pretty much bus other than when you like go to Texas and stuff, or are you flying to different places?
4: You know what? We're, uh, we flew a couple times this year and, and you know what? It makes you really appreciate uh, how quickly you get here. And I mean, those nine hour bus rides, <laughs> it's just hard to recover. You know, <laughs> you drive through yeah, the you night know. you wake up the next day and you're off, but you're, you're really just trying to, recover so basically you 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 lay around most of the day you try to get some exercise in and you get the blood flowing a little bit but you know you just don't feel right for a couple days and then you go out and you have to perform so a lot of times after those bus rides you 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 feel the effects of it for a couple days but I sure appreciate those two hour flights now I'll tell you that
1: (laughs) (laughs) I bet you do so a yeah. uh, couple more things and I'll let you go. Uh, I did 7,662 miles on my uh, <laughs> road trip. God bless you. That's <laughs> I, awesome. I, I love it. I, I, I tried not to look at it, Steve, but but the uh, the guys in Enterprise reminded me of it. When I when I got <laughs> back. I said, hey, you, you've gone a few miles here. I said, at least I had unlimited miles. So shout out to Enterprise for, for being a, a big supporter and a big help on that. But um, I Talk to me about protocol right now with COVID. Have things eased up since the beginning of the season? Are you still having to go through everything that you had to go through at the beginning of the season? And specifically this next couple of days, what's the COVID protocol like in Irvine?
4: It's it's subsided substantially. You know, we have to we still have to wear our masks in, in public, but now we can stay in the in the same locker room. We were having video, you know meetings uh, you know in a big room where you couldn't really connect with the guys so you're you know at a, at a fair distance away from them so you really had to shout and and really try to like, yell to get your, your message across we were at a you know a pretty good distance of, apart you know so and we had to divide the group in different power play meetings you know we weren't allowed to have tight group meetings so uh, now that's all changed. We're allowed to, to be back uh, as long as we've been vaccinated, which we all have. Uh, now now we can be back in the room and you know, take a single bus instead of two buses. And so it, it's changed substantially and, and you know what, it, it's it couldn't have happened at a better time. I mean, really you know, that's the one thing we miss the most is being able to to kind of just hang out and connect, you know, kind of break sure. bread so to speak. We haven't really been able to do that often, and so to be in the same room, uh, as as funny as or odd as it sounds, we appreciate it. You know, you get to say, <laughs> say a message without having to propel your voice over. You know, seems like hundreds of feet. So go ahead. Got a kick, it, it, go ahead. A
1: kick out of this one too. Uh, Coach Powers told me last night that uh, he hoped that no NCAA athletic team would ever have to go through what his team went through and he said now that he can look back at it know that they played 28 games on the road uh all on the road and he said that's when things were really tight last fall where where they couldn't even leave their room and they couldn't work out and uh, he said it was just a real real battle so he was thrilled to death at, and i'm guessing that's the same with you guys it's it's nice just to like you say be able to be in the same room and and have conversations and not worry anymore
4: yeah, hundred percent. You know, you you take it for granted. I think that's yeah. one thing we've learned. Like, geez, we we really appreciate what we had. And uh, you know, good good on the guys, though. Honestly, they they adapted to the new norms, and it was you know we we fought through it, and it just seemed like a you know it, was, it almost seemed like a minor hockey event for a long, long part, long time, and now being able to get back into the room and. You know, now you're, you are you know, like we said, we're connecting and it's it just feels more like a pro game. And now entering in the playoffs, you can see the environment's kind of shifted again. And I, I see some some excitement. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow.
1: All right. Final question for you. Uh, how, how's the health other than COVID? Uh, everybody pretty healthy right now? Or are you missing some guys that you would like to have had in the lineup?
4: Well, you know what? We've been missing Blake Spears for a long time. And you know what? He's, he's somebody that's worth mentioning. And I'm glad you asked me this question because he tore his Achilles uh, early in the oh, season. And I think we were four games in. And we had we didn't lose a game uh, while he was in the lineup. And then we started really losing. So he, he's taking full credit for, for all our losses this year. <laughs> he is, he's not afraid to to remind us. But, I mean, this kid puts in six hours a day. At the rink, getting getting better. He is oh he's, he's he's he stand he has he so he goes through a workout, then he stands in front of the net and he works. He hundreds of pucks he tips. Then he shoots a hundred, hundreds of pucks on one foot, and and he he start he picked up juggling. I mean he's reading books. Oh. He's he's literally it's six hours a day. His workload is six <laughs> hours a day, and I I cannot wait to see when what he's like when he comes back and he's. He's loving hockey, and he appreciated this time off more than anyone. He said the amount that he's learned about himself and, and the, the power of his mind, the 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 strength that he's gained is incredible, and he can't wait to apply what he's learned. Pretty amazing. Uh,
1: good, good for Blake yeah. Spears. I need to sit down with that guy and do a little feature because uh, that, that's fantastic. So uh, kudos to yeah. him. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow at uh... – I'll be there by noon. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, hundred percent. So I can catch that warm up and and see what's going on. But best of luck in it. Um, you know, when I looked at it, Steve, four, five, six, and seven. Um, I, I don't see much difference between all of you guys. I mean, I think you could take those numbers and put them anywhere. And uh, you guys are pretty close. So is that a fair assessment as well?
4: That's that's a fair assessment. Uh, this is a fast team. We're a fast team. You know, it's going to come down to the the team that makes the least amount of mistakes and capitalize on that last shot. I think. Well, good you luck know.
1: tomorrow. Good luck Wednesday, and uh, I'm already going to be in Henderson on Friday, so I'll see you there.
4: <laughs> awesome! Well looking forward to seeing you, my man. Twice in a, in a, in a short span—that is going to be great. I cannot believe how much travel you've done, and honestly, that's amazing. Congratulations! That's really awesome. Well,
1: we're we're in good done.
4: we're in good shape in the West with with you, right. Scott. So keep promoting, keep doing your thing.
1: Absolutely. Well, like I said, let you know that uh, we have all of the Pacific Division, so that big announcement's coming this summer. But we're looking forward to watching you guys. Uh, I think it's going to be the best division in the AHL. I really do. I just think there's just so much good coaching, good talent, and uh, I just really look forward to it. So we're thrilled.
4: Well, with great weather comes great talent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a shortage of players that want to play out here. So I agree with you. Uh, I really think this is going to be the best place. Everybody's <laughs> going to want to play here. and uh, Yeah. Anyway, keep going and congratulations. That's awesome, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. look forward to seeing you tomorrow.
4: Okay. See you, Scotty.
1: All right, folks. That's uh, the head coach of the Tucson Roadrunner, Steve Potter, and we appreciate him taking some time to uh, to visit with us tonight uh, on the eve of the AHL playoffs, the Pacific Division playoffs. Uh, it, it's going to be so much fun, folks. I mean, yeah, I, I just wish everybody could be there. I know. That's still not possible, but, um, you know, tomorrow 1 o'clock, I'll be bringing you everything as I can, so get on the social uh, media feed and and watch my Twitter and all those good things because I'll be bringing it to you, and I'll be there for both games, so I'll see Tucson and San Jose uh, at 1 o'clock, and then I'll be around for Colorado and Ontario at 7 o'clock and then be there for the Wednesday night final, which uh, I'm already going on the limb and saying it's going to be Tucson and Colorado and uh, then I'll be in uh, Henderson for the start of the uh, best of three, and I'll see my friend Steve in there because I know he's headed that way. I know the Tucson Roadrunners are, uh, are going to be a team to be reckoned with as they move through the playoffs. So thanks again to, uh, to Steve for joining us tonight. I know he's uh, got his team there, and they're getting ready, so uh, we always appreciate his time. We will be back in about two minutes to wrap up another episode of Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly.
0: betting app with circus sports get 24 7 access to a dynamic sports betting menu including props futures cross sport parlays in-game wagering and more sign up for the mobile wagering app at circus sports.com. then visit one of our downtown las vegas sports books at the d or the golden gate to activate and fund your mobile wagering account learn more at circus sports.com.
2: If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery.
0: I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No stopping at Jesse Ray's
2: barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress, that combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese surrounded by a fence of ribs.
0: I'm in exactly
1: Really, JR? You think you can still
3: do this? I'm focused You're way too old to hit that target from there I've been oh! listening to everything you said It's been running through my
0: head, locked and loaded right, Still got it,
2: still got it Who's old now?
1: Weekly. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans, professional hockey fans, specifically in the uh, Southwest. Now that uh, we've expanded our coverage area from Colorado to California and everything in between, we welcome everybody in. This is the eve, folks, of the Pacific Division playoffs in the American Hockey League. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be an early morning for me, but I'm going to bust my uh, tail over to. Irvine, I'm going to be there for the uh, opening game between San Jose and Tucson, followed up by the nightcap, uh, the Colorado Eagles, and Ontario Reign, all being played at the uh, rinks at Great Park Ice in Irvine, California. Just a fantastic facility. Thrilled to be there, thrilled to be covering it. Um, Also, I will let you know that the game, the winners of those two games, will face off on Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. at the rinks at Great Park as well. And uh, that winner will then get a date, a uh, best of three with the Henderson Silver Knights who captured the, uh, the number one seed in the Pacific division this year. I will remind you as well, down in Bakersfield, California, it's going to be the Condors hosting the San Diego Gulls in a best of three there. Number two and number three seeds in the uh, Pacific division. And then of course the best of three finals will, uh, will happen after that. So, Uh, In Henderson Friday, I don't want to get too far ahead of things here, but I know the Henderson Silver Knights will take on that play-in winner uh, on Friday, Sunday, and Monday if needed. Uh, Same scenario for uh, the Condors and the Gulls as well. And then uh, the two winners that come out of that will play for the uh, Pacific Division Championship, playoff championship, um, the following week. So we've got you covered. Uh, I ask you to stay tuned to all of our social media, Ice time SW on Twitter, on uh, Instagram. Of course, you can get to our Facebook page at IceTimeSW as well or the website, IceTimeHockeySW.com, and uh, keep up to date with what's going on. We thank you for listening in tonight. My thanks again to uh, the head coach of the Tucson Roadrunners, Steve Potvin. Uh, every time I call him, folks, he always responds, and uh, I can't tell you uh, thanks enough to Steve for 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 that. I know he's got a busy schedule ahead of him, and always takes time to talk hockey, and and we love it. So, thank you, Steve. Thank you to everybody for uh, for listening tonight, and we'll say good night right now. Talk to you all tomorrow on College Hockey Southwest Weekly, 7:30 p.m. Mountain Time. Good night, everybody. D Las Vegas Resorts and Casinos, Professional
3: Hockey Southwest Weekly has been brought to you by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Our new extra Añejo is aged at least three years before bottled. Get yours tonight at MexicanMoonshine.com. The D. Las Vegas Resort and Casino, from the Fremont Street Experience to the iconic American Coney Island Restaurant. We are more than just great gaming action. Book your spot at the D.com. Verizon Wireless, the 5G and 5G ultra band for business America's been waiting for. Buy summer skates. Fall, winter, doesn't matter. We still like to keep our drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com slash partners and click on the summer skates banner. Behind the BehindTheMask and BehindTheMask.com, where we can provide for all of your hockey needs on the ice or in line. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas where despite how long it takes you to eat your meal, there are so many delicious choices, it always seems like it takes you longer to decide what to eat than to actually eat it. By am drive the presenting partner of What Drives You, M-Drive in the morning, relax at night, our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casinos Professional Hockey, Southwest Weekly, and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Resort Casino Hotel, is a part of the Ice Time Hockey sw.com network.
1: Alright, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers De Niro, and I will shout out... Uh, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers back with Circus Mexicus, Mexicus going on uh, in uh, Rocky Point uh, in just a couple of weeks in mid June. So get down there and uh, and see Roger and thank you Roger for all the great tunes.